Hi everyone. Welcome to. Oh, hold on. There you go. Um, hi everyone. Welcome to uh, Serial Killers and Seltzer. Um, I look like a fucking witch today. Um, I'm not really sure what's happening. Didn't have my hair in a clip, and I was all ready. I made a TikTok in preparation for this. Getting ready. I got a fucking bang today. I got some vodka. I'm just. It's. It's. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. At these little voodoo dolls, I'm kind of thinking maybe I want to light one of them. I think I will. But I feel like I can't do it without lighting its, his friend. But it's also going to smoke me out. So give me one second. Um, so this is Serial Killers and Seltzer. For those of you that don't know or I don't know how you got here. Um, but welcome. Um, Mothman and I are ex excited. I was going to say super excited. Um, this episode is gonna be, um, kind of rough. Um, while I was recording, or, oh my god, while I was researching, I, I cried a lot. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, I don't know where I have the fucking plug thing is for my mouse. Because that would make it a lot easier to scroll. But, with that being said, I'm gonna just stab myself. Um... Would you guys like a pin? Um, what am I doing? I don't know. We're gonna light these little guys. Hopefully, they don't smoke us out. Um, they're like little incense, but they're voodoo little dolls. Um, I got them on Amazon. Of course, I did. Where else would I buy anything? Um, but so I posted a um like a poll on Instagram earlier, just because I'm trying to figure out like if you guys actually enjoy the videos. Um, cause I have had, um, like an influx of new people start listening. So I'm hoping they also follow the Instagram or at least my Instagram. I don't know how else they would find this podcast. Um, but hope, oh my God, I just nailed all that. I can't, I could never smoke. I don't think. Um, but do you know that like there's a, like information on like packs of lighters or whatever that say that you shouldn't or that yeah say not to um light the lighter for more than 14 seconds i really want to know what would happen but chris told me not to he said it would explode i don't ever know where lighters come from oh my god it's smoking from the bottom what the fuck okay I'm not sure how that is happening. Oh, it's like a little crack in the side. So it's like burnt all the way through. Okay, that's cool. Oh my god, this is a tiny spider. Oh, uh, I killed it. Sorry, guys. Um, For those of you that actually like spiders. Shoot, I'm going to try and not burn my fucking house down. I don't have uh, smoke detectors in my house. And I'm the only one home. So if it happens, um, I am dead. Um, But I was saying something. Oh yeah, this is going to be a sad one, um, and I apologize in advance for, um, the graphicness of it. Um, also I would like to, po uh, po uh, I'd like to apologize in advance because half of my notes are on my, uh, laptop, and the other half I did at work, so they are actually printed out, um, ah, fuck, so it's going to be, why is it not lighting? So it's going to be kind of a pain in the ass, but, um, I'm going to be fucking with my computer a lot. It's going to be in the corner. 
Um, I have my headphones, but I'm still not, I'm not sure how to work them. Um, hopefully my microphone is working because I've been having a lot of issues with all my shit, but, um, yeah, why is that not landing? Okay, there we go. Nothing's happening. Um, but this, um, says let's get sheet faced. I'm pretty sure it's from Big Lots. Big Lots is my favorite fucking store. TJ Maxx and Big Lots. Amazing. Oh, that's a lot. Run but again, I have this guy. I'm try not to. And this thing, it's supposed to be for like multiple microphones and shit, I think. But whenever I plug my headphones into it, it doesn't fucking work right. So I don't really know what's going on. Um, I might move this. Can I move that? Don't move the little TV. Don't burn me. Burn me. Okay. Let's see if he stays over there. No, all the smoke's coming this way now. Okay. But anyway, um. So, I keep saying that I'm going to reorganize my office, which I kind of have started to. Um, oh yeah, this is my frog and toe chair. I bought it on Etsy. Not Amazon, crazy. Um, but I do have an Etsy store if you guys would like to shop at it. I do have a few, um, fall items and then some serial killers and seltzer apparel merch. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to make cups. Um, I did make, um, tumbler cups. Okay, this is going on. I did make tumbler cups, but I still need to figure out um, how to do the glass cups. I have, like, the glass can cups. Um, but also, I was saying, um, yeah, I'm very fucking scatterbrained. But I was saying that I posted on Instagram asking everybody if you guys enjoy my video. Oh, my God. My video recordings better or if you just want audio. Um... So, hopefully people actually vote on that. If not, um, fuck me, right? But, um, look, I always vote on my own. Sorry. Um, and then I also made a TikTok of me getting ready for this episode, so... Yeah, so I did that. Um, but, but yeah, hopefully you guys are able to see those. Oh my god, no. No, no, okay. So, yeah, hopefully you guys are able to see those. Um, and, yeah, other than that, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is not the end of the episode. This is the beginning of the episode. I uh, tinted my eyebrows today. Hopefully you guys like them. Um, I think it's, like, Maybelline, like, tattoo or something. It's not real. Not real tattoo. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, a lot of the times when you guys vote on things, it is very helpful um, because I did change the old, um, I changed the OG, I changed the OG logo back, okay, so we have this logo again, um, instead of me in my closet, which that one was a fun one, um, but I've been using the one in my closet at the old house that one I've been using that one for our crime time news episodes so they are still serial colors and seltzer they're just crime time news um so it's a little bit different um I'm trying to figure out my lighting I need to figure out how to get like I mean these are nice but I wonder if I oh my god I can't fucking see anything now okay um so let's just jump right into this um I'm Kaylee uh if you guys didn't know that um Mothman
I'm gonna ask you to hold on to this for me. Um, if you could just um, hold that. Can you do that for me? Can, can you do it? Okay. Oh, there's a little claws. Okay. I'm just gonna. Okay. Little friend, you just need to work with me, fucking, for a second. Okay. Here we go. Look at that. Oh, <gasps> shut up. Look at him. Oh, he's just trying to hide me up. Oh, man. Okay. Give me one second because he's going, he, I need a picture of him, okay? So we are going to lean him up against my thumb and he's going to just maybe sit there and let me take a picture of him. Maybe. I don't know if he's going to. Okay. Um, but yeah, so let's, let's see if he'll uh, work with us right now. Let's see. Sorry. Gotta do it for the gram, everybody for the gram. I feel like all my shit isn't posting. I don't understand why. Everything sideways. My Instagram's always fucked up. Why? Like, I didn't even take a picture. It's just fucking frozen like that. I fucking hate it here. Why? Uh, like, Instagram doesn't let me use filters either. I don't know what is going on. Like, it's saying my location doesn't allow filters. Um, also, my Walmarts, uh, Walmarts in Ohio fucking don't let you order alcohol anymore yeah but they won't let you order alcohol anymore like they won't deliver it to you um so I don't know why Mothman is my biggest fan yeah uh, okay. Let's change the color. <gasps> Should we change the color of his eyes? Oh my god. Uh, where are his eyes? Can we change it? Um, Mothman is my biggest. I don't like that color. Um, can we make it red? <gasps> it's bloody gorgeous. It's fucking gorgeous at... Say cook killers underscore seltzer. That's us. Okay. Why is it crooked? I don't understand. Okay. We're fucking doing it. Okay, I love it so much. That's all. Okay. So that's that's what we just did. Oh my god. Everything is happening at once and I don't know what to do. Um, but yeah, sorry, I'm gonna post that on my other Instagram, and then we're gonna fucking get into this, and I apologize for everything that's happening right now. But, this is, this is how life is gonna be from, from now on. But, um, I've been trying to post a fucking video, internet connection, no internet connection, fabulous, awesome. Well, I am in the basement, so that's fabulous, but, let's see, has my fucking video posted on Instagram yet? No, fucking course it didn't. Okay. So, we are going to jump right into this. I keep saying that. Look at this tiny baby cow. So cute. Oh, so cute. Okay. But anyway. Let's do it. So, yeah. It starts on my laptop. It is not fabulous. Um, I would like to apologize in advance, like I said. And then, let's fucking get into it. Um, so, this is episode 21. Um, it's funny, in my notes, it says, on my computer notes, it says episode 18, because I've been, like, trying to do this episode for a while. 
Um, but then I find something else and I'm like, this is, this is a little bit too heavy. So I want to do something a little more fun. Um, like birds aren't real, which people are still really upset about. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, but so on my notes, it says episode 18 and then, or on my computer notes, it says episode 18. And then on these ones, this is episode 20, but episode 20 was birds aren't real. So this is now episode 21. Who comes after 20, 21, 21, um, 21. So this is. Overboard, the tragic deaths of Tom and Jackie Hawks. So, I originally learned about this, um, or heard about this, saw, saw this, um, just flipping through YouTube, and I have, like, true crime YouTubes and stuff that I follow, um, so, like, random stories always pop up, and this story popped up, and, yeah, so I decided to do it because it hurt my heart, and I think it's very important that this information is shared and um we try and celebrate their lives as best we can um okay let's get started okay so this is easily one of the most disturbing and heartbreaking cases i have ever researched the reasoning behind this crime and the individuals involved in these tragic murders will make your bot will make your blood boil today we will be discussing the tragic and i already have goosebumps and i'm already about to cry Maybe I just need to have a good cry today because I've been really emotional for no fucking reason all day. Um, so here's a good reason to start crying. Um, we will be discussing the tragic and senseless murders of Tom and Jackie Hawks. In 1986, Tom Hawks was a 39-year-old father of two teenage boys. He had previously been married to his boy's mother, but they had ultimately gotten a divorce. That year, Tom and his two sons were at this local chili cook-off, which sounds delicious, honestly. I would love a chili cook-off. I just love chili. Um, chili cook-off in their neighborhood in Newport Beach, California, when Tom was looking across this sea of people when he sees this stunning, beautiful woman, stunning, beautiful woman that he had never seen before. He just finished, oh my God, he just finds himself staring at her until eventually they lock eyes and she blushes and smiles back at Tom. At this point, Tom knows he has to go introduce himself. I mean, he was staring at her and being a weirdo. Um, so Tom, who is this rugged, handsome, I'll post pictures. He's very, he was a very handsome man. Um, so Tom, who is this ruggedly handsome, muscular guy with an incredible mustache, it's incredible, um, approaches this woman and introduces himself. Uh, she's all smiles and she introduces herself as Jackie and is 29 and single. Um, so the age difference is what, 39 and 29, so 10 years, not too bad. Um, from that point on, these two completely hit it off and quickly fell in love and got married in 1989 in front of 150 of their closest friends and family. That already makes me want to cry and I don't really know why. What is wrong with me? Oh my God. Okay, um, so they met in 1986, got married in 1996. Oh my God, I scrolled past it. I hate doing notes on my computer. 18, oh my God, 1986, 1896, no. Eight, oh my God, 1986. Okay, I'm really gonna cry and I don't know why. Everyone just calm down, okay? Okay, after the wedding, Jackie moved in with Tom and his two boys. 
Even though the boy's mother was still in the picture, they still chose to call Jackie mom. Oh, Jackie, oh my God, this is, why is this going to make me cry? Jackie was so loving, caring, and devoted to the kids and their father. Also, when, dude, this isn't even like the heavy part, and I'm like, When Jackie was 22 years old, she had been involved in a severe motorcycle accident. Her internal damages, her, her internal, oh my God, her internal damage resulted in her not being able to bear children. She had always wanted to have children of her own, and when she had the opportunity to love and care for these kids, she took them in as her own. She was an incredible mother. Over the years, Jackie and Tom raised their, raised their children in a happy and loving home, and then in 2002, when the boys were all grown up, they left the house. This was a sad moment for Tom and Jackie Hawks, becoming empty nesters and being so close to their children. But they knew this day was coming, and they had been planning for it. Neither Tom nor Jackie were extremely wealthy, but they were both very good at saving money and planning for the future. Page two. Uh, the Hawks had been saving every penny. The Hawks had been saving every penny they could in preparation for their sons moving out, and they wanted to plan their retirement around the same time. Very good planning. Uh, their idea of retirement was to buy a yacht. That's cool. A yacht and live on the yacht, sailing day in and day out, sailing up and down the California and Mexico coastline. Finally, in 2002, when their sons moved out, they sell their house in Newport, California, I think it's Newport Beach, California, and use the proceeds from the sale along with all their savings over the years and the two buy a yacht. She wasn't anything special. A little beat up, small and rough around the edges, but Tom and Jackie really made it their own and made it a home. They fittingly named the yacht the well-deserved. I'm going to cry. This is not good. I'm just going to take a break real quick. While we're here, let's just do a commercial because I need a, I need a fucking break and I don't really know why. Um, so let's do, uh, let's talk about Pretty Litter. Uh, pretty Litter traps odor instantly and then eliminates moisture. So you'll never smell your cat's dirty business again. Easier cat care and fresh litter can be delivered right to your door. Pretty Litter is made of super absorbent, lightweight silica gel. Silica gel crystals are extremely absorbent, more so than other litter types. So you need less litter to do the same job. Our long-lasting, non-clumping litter means lighter trash bags, less scooping, and less trips to the store. On the other hand, traditional clumping litter turns, turns urine into large, heavy clumps that need to be scooped out and replaced throughout the month. The solid waste is all you need to scoop and dispose of, so you only scoop the poop. All cat parents know that cats are notorious for hiding their illnesses. So another amazing feature of Pretty Litter is it changes colors to tell you when your cat has a potential health issue. So you can get them so you can get them help before it becomes an urgent medical situation. The silica gel or the silica litter 
could save you big money on expensive vet bills. Not to mention, it could save your cat's life. And it comes with like a little card um, that shows you like um, the different colors of possible illnesses in your cat's urine. So that's really cool. Um, so it's really easy just to put up next to the the litter and see if your cat is healthy. Um, use code SELTZER20 for 20% off your first order of Pretty Litter. Your nose and kitty will thank you. Okay, let's get back to it because I think that was a good little breath of fresh air for me. Um, and then later I'll do one more. Yeah, I'll do one more commercial, but we'll wait for that. Okay, the well-deserved. Uh, for the next two years, Tom and Jackie were living the dream. Um, I guess once they bought it, like they did a whole bunch of renovations to make it livable and make it their own. Um, I will post pictures of probably just the outside of the well-deserved. I don't really know if they have inside pictures, which, I mean, after the tragedy that happened in there, I, I don't really want to see them. Um, so, yeah, I will post pictures. Uh, so they sailed up and down the coast of California and Mexico, uh, catching fresh fish, fresh fish, watching the sunsets, and enjoying cocktails together. Sometimes they also even had friends over. So they all went on a yacht together and they had fun adventures with their friends. How cool. Um, in 2004, they caught some, oh, they got, oh my God, they got some unexpected news. The two were going to be grandparents. Why? Why am I going to cry? That's so exciting. Because Jackie wanted a baby. She always wanted a baby. And now she's going to have a grandbaby. Why am I crying? Why am I crying? No. Dude, what the fuck? Oh, God. I should have taken my break now. Shit. Fucking A. I'm already emotional. What's happening? The thing with videos, I don't know how to edit them. I'm sure it's really easy on Riverside, which is where I record them with Spotify and Anchor. They're like a team. But I don't know how to do it, and I need someone to help me. So Ryan, that's my brother, he probably knows how to do that shit. So someone please help me. I just, I just record it all, hope for the fucking best, and then just do it. Um, but there's a lot of pages. There's like... Five pages on there and then like eight pages right here so strap in guys um I'm already crying it we're only probably like 10 minutes in I don't know let's see how long we're in oh we're 23 minutes in oh my god this is gonna be a long one that's what she said okay so Tom and Jackie were gonna be grandparents okay this baby would be the first grandchild of Tom and Jackie the two other, oh my god, the two other, the two of them, I can't even type, the two of them, I'm probably, this is probably me typing through the tears, um, the two of them were over the moon excited, Jackie especially, because she was so eager to get her baby fixed and enjoy her new grandbaby. Even though Tom and Jackie were loving retirement and living, look at this. Do you see this? What's going on here? I just hit my microphone. Sorry. Okay. I look like a fucking witch. I need a witch hat. 
I might get one and record with one of those. Um, even though Tom and Jackie were loving retirement and living out on the water, they felt it was time to settle in back on land and to, and to be there for their son and new grandbaby. With that, in November of that year, which was 2004, I think, um, the Hawks place an ad in a fishing magazine and put the well-deserved up for sale. With all the upgrades they had done to the yacht, they were asking for about half a million dollars. And I think they bought it for like $250,000. I want to say I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's how much they bought it for. And then they did a bunch of renovations on it and now it's worth half a million dollars. Very quickly after the ad was posted, this young couple reached out and expressed interest in the vessel. Tom and Jackie were elated and called up and called up their sons to tell them the good news. They had found a buyer and the sale would be finalized in the next couple of days. How exciting. The sons were thinking they would hear back from their parents after the sale was finalized, but a couple days go by and no one has heard from them. No one can get a hold of the couple either. So like all their friends and stuff, they haven't been able to contact them. And they always reach out to their kids. Like they talk to the kids all the time because they were so close. Um, like I said before, this was a very close-knit family. Oh, look at that. <laughs> this is a very close-knit family and Tom and Jackie were not the type to go without contacting their family or friends for multiple days at a time. So this is extremely uncharacteristic of the couple. When Tom's brother, Jim, who was a retired police chief, found out about the radio silence from his brother and Jackie, he just got in his car and drove to Newport Beach, California, to see if maybe the sail fell through and maybe the two were still sailing the waters and he wanted to try and go check in with them and make sure all was okay. So Jim and a friend, uh, yeah, Jim and a friend of his arrive in Newport Beach, California, and they make their way to the dock where the well-deserved was being held and they walk down right up to the well-deserved which was still there, even though the sale might, may or may not have happened. Um, from where they were standing, the yacht seemed to be vacant. However, while they were standing there, looking at this yacht, Jim noticed a couple things out of place. He sees a couple lines that are hanging over the side of the boat that should have been stowed. Tom was known for being incredibly meticulous and organized, um... So Jim found this out of the ordinary for his brother. Jim also noticed that a couple tarps that should have been placed over the control panels were removed. This is not something that Tom or Jackie would have done. They took a really good care of this, this boat, this home. It was their home. Like they took really good care of it and they loved it and everything was always in place and this was out of the ordinary. There was also a few dirty towels hanging out uh, hanging out of one of the portholes. That's strange. Overall strange occurrences. Look at that. It's like I wrote these notes. Um, overall strange occurrences that led Jim to believe that his brother and sister-in-law may not have been the last ones to sail this vessel. Maybe, oh, maybe the sail did go through, but the new owners just weren't taking as much care as Tom and Jackie would have. Jim pulled out one of the business card, one of his business cards, 
and leaves a note on the back explaining that he's trying to get a hold of the new owners to see if they possibly know the whereabouts of his brother and sister-in-law. Um, he left it on the boat. Jim and, Jim and his friend begin to leave the area when Jim's phone rings. He picks up he picks up and it is a young woman, a 20-year-old, a 21-year-old Jennifer uh, De Leon. She tells Jim that she got his business card on her yacht and that yes, she and her husband had recently purchased the yacht from the Hawks, but uh, much like Jim, they were they were having a hard time getting a hold of them as well. Jennifer said that after purchasing the yacht, they noticed a few controls on the boat that they uh, were unsure of how to use. Jennifer also mentioned that they had found some of Tom and Jackie's personal items still left on the boat, and she wanted to return that property to them. Jim asked Jennifer uh, when the last time he or when the last time her or her husband spoke to Tom or Jackie. She said the last time they saw them was the day of the boat sale. Uh, when they actually handed them the money and then signed the paperwork. Uh, she said they watched them drive away with the money and haven't been able to get in touch with them since. Jim asked Jennifer if they had mentioned where they planned on going. Jennifer said it was mostly business when they met, but the, but they didn't mention, oh, but they did mention that they wanted to buy a house in Mexico in this town that bordered Arizona because their son lived out there. And was expecting, and they were expecting a baby, uh, yeah, a grandbaby, and that is why they wanted to sell the yacht to buy a house and live on land again and be close to family. Jim says to Jackie, oh, no, Jim says to Jennifer, please let me know. Oh no, that's terrible. Oops. <laughs> Jim says to Jennifer say that Jim says to Jennifer please let me know uh if you hear anything from them because they are trying to get a hold of them ASAP um Jennifer says she will and for him to do the same for her because they like I said still have questions about the boat and they wanted to return the Hawks property that was left on the boat they hang up and Jim continues his search for Tom and Jackie he remembers that a few years back the Hawks had hired a friend of theirs to handle all their finances because they uh, wouldn't always have this have the service to have the service to pay their bills, um, or they you know what I mean they'd be out sailing for weeks on end and they wouldn't be able to pay their bills, so they hired someone to do that for them. Um, Jim asks if she spoke with the Hawks lately, and she says no, she hasn't. Jim also asks if either Tom or Jackie has made a large deposit recently because they had recently sold their yacht and should have had $500,000 in cash to deposit. Patricia, which is the person that is in charge of their finances, a friend of theirs, uh, Patricia says no, they haven't made any large transactions or deposits lately. Jim and Patricia can't rationalize why Tom and Jackie wouldn't deposit that money into one of their accounts. Who's just walking around with 50, $500,000, half a million dollars in a briefcase. Who's just walking around with that kind of money? Dangerous. Dangerous. Okay. After this call, am I really close to the microphone? Sorry. After this call, Jim has even, oh my God. After this call, Jim has an even worse feeling and calls the Newport Beach 
Police Department to report Tom and Jackie missing. The first thing the Newport Police Department do with this missing persons case is look a little deeper into the new buyers of the yacht, the De Leones. When they looked at the 25-year-old husband, Skylar De Leon, they discovered that he was a felon. I'm so sorry. They discovered that he was a felon. He had been arrested and convicted of armed robbery and had spent some time in jail for it. Natural, oh, naturally, this, peak, this piqued the police's interest in him and his wife as a suspect. Oh, as a suspect. As suspects, Jesus Christ. As suspects because they were the last ones to have contact with the Hawks before they went missing. One of the detectives starting look, started looking around the yacht, trying to see if he could find anything. When they inspected and walked alongside the yacht, it, doesn't, it didn't appear um, that anyone was on board. As this detective is looking around and outside, oh, and outside, he peeks through windows of the yacht. They see what they think is a bloody handprint inside the kitchen of the yacht. This was enough to get a warrant. With, uh, within a matter of hours, there are police swarming the boat and the surrounding dock. It would turn out that the bloody handprint was just a bit of rust and there was nothing else of significance that was found aboard the boat. Police still bring Skylar in for questioning. Skylar agrees and is totally cooperative. He explains to the, de the detectives that he saw this ad in the fishing magazine, uh, in the fishing magazine, selling his yacht, uh, yeah, Tom selling his yacht, and how he contacted Tom Hawks and said he was interested in purchasing the boat. Skylar continued on to say that the two of them met up for a sea trial, uh, which is essentially a test drive, but for a boat. Um, during the sea trial, Skylar tells Tom he likes the boat and wanted to go forward with the purchase. So on November 15th, Skylar, along with his pregnant wife, Jennifer, and their younger daughter, and also a notary and another friend to be a witness, go to the parking lot where the dock is and wait for the Hawks to show up. Tom and Jackie pull up in their SUV and the De Leones literally hand over a suitcase full of half a million dollars. $500,000. They sign documents with the notary and then leave with their cash in the SUV. When the police ask, these fucking little guys are burning my eyes. Holy shit, dude. Are they still fucking cooking? Oh my god, they're burning my fucking eyes. Oh. Sorry. Okay. There's a lot about that there. Oh my. Um, then the police asked Skylar how he was able to afford such an expensive vessel. I'll tell you in a second. Skylar told them that back in the 1990s, he was a child star. Well, sort of. He was an ex- Oh my god. He was an extra on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I will have to post pictures of this too. Um, but what I didn't like about some of the documentaries that I listened to, um- like, they emphasized this, that he was an extra on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and that he was a child star. But this isn't about him. This is about the Hawks. Like, I hated that they fucking, like, I don't know. I didn't like it. But 
uh, I don't know. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with the story. And it's, it is the truth, but it has nothing to do with the story. I'm sorry I'm yelling at you. But yeah, anyway. Um, so Skylar was an extra on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the 1990s. Um, there are pictures of it. There are videos of it. Um, he was supposedly able to set it aside and save it up over the years. While he's telling them the story, which, by the way, the extra on the Power Ranger part is very true. I told you. Um, he stops and tells detectives that that's not really where he got the money. I can't imagine you get paid that much to be an extra on the Power Rangers. Unless he was, like, in every episode. I don't really know. I can look it up. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but... <laughs> He said the truth is the reason he got the money. Oh, the tr he said the truth is the reason he got the money wasn't from being a child star, which he wasn't even a star. Extra. Um, and that he had actually stolen the money. Turns out the armed robbery that Skyler was convicted uh, for and spent in jail for was because he was breaking. He was, what? He was breaking, batting it, and stealing money from a drug. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that word is supposed to be. Bidding? No, that could be it. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, he was stealing money um, from a drug dealer, basically. A uh, drug kingpin. Something's happening. What's happening on my phone? Hold on, everybody. Hold up, wait a minute, let me put some burner burner. We're just gonna check our emails real quick. Why the fuck not? Um, what if we had a bunch of emails from you guys telling me what you guys want to hear? Probably not, but. Um, it still won't fucking post, I don't understand. Oh, to be barbered. Oh, good. You guys like the videos. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but anyway. What was I saying? Something. Uh, before he was arrested and, okay, yeah. So he was stealing money from kingpins. Drug kingpins. Um, once, sorry, I feel like I'm yelling. I'm so sorry. Um, once he got out of jail, he returned to his hiding space and retrieved the money. What? Oh, before he was arrested... I missed the line. Important. Before he was arrested and sent to jail, he was able to take the money that he had stolen and hide it. Once he got out of jail, he returned to his hiding space. Hiding place? Space. Place. Hiding place. And retrieved the money. This money was stolen drug money and therefore hot. If you've watched Breaking Bad, you know what this means. Um, or Better Call Saul. Good show. Uh, so he had to launder the money, and that was why... Oh, also Ozark. They do this too. Uh, so he had to launder the money, and that was why he was trying to purchase the yacht. Okay. His plan was to buy the yacht with the hot or dirty money, then turn around and sell the yacht for clean money. The police are in shock because Skylar has just completely ratted himself out and incriminated himself in this money laundering scheme. That's a lot of money. 
Um, ultimately, the police let him off it off the hook for this and didn't charge him for money laundering because he was so forthcoming with them. That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. So you're telling me this man's stole, oh, well, I mean, it was drug money, but still stole over $500,000 from a drug kingpin. Crime. So a criminal stealing from a criminal. And then he just gets to keep this money after he bought a yacht and is going to sell that yacht, turn around and sell that yacht for more money. How are you not going to investigate this forth further? And because he was forthcoming, you're not going to fucking do anything about it. California's fucking stupid. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway. Um, anyway. How that makes sense. Not sure, but okay, that's what I said. Um, they let him go and continued to interview his wife, along with the notary that was wit that was witness to the sale um, of the yacht and the fault and the other friend that tagged along to be the witness. Um, when they were all three interviewed, they had a similar story of the interaction: the suitcase full of cash. The, si the signing of documents, and then Tom and Jackie leaving with the cash in their SUV. After these interviews and all four people corroborating each other's stories, the police, the police seemed to hit a wall in the case. At this point, police looked to the media. They put out a story and bulletin for their vehicle. It's Tori for their vehicle, hoping to... Hoping to find their last whereabouts or find someone that knew where they were now. Sure enough, within a couple days of this bulletin being broadcasted on TV, this older couple in Mexico called the police and told them that the Hawks SUV is parked right across the street. Um, right across the street from them at their neighbor's home. The police traveled to Mexico and descended upon this property, expecting to find... Tom and Jackie inside. But instead, here we are. We're good. Now we're back here. Now we're on these notes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're going to do this now. Okay. Um, the police asked, okay, so they descended on this house, um, and then they knocked on the door, and they said, uh, they asked, the, they, the police asked if the man's friend was Tom or Jackie. Oh, so the man said, um, yeah, that's my friend's car. They left it here. Um, cause they wanted to give it to me cause I'm such an amazing friend and they love me and I, they just wanted to give me this car. Okay. So the police ask if the man's friend was Tom or Jackie Hawks. The man says that he's never heard of those people and his friend that left the car was none other than Skylar DeLeon. Hmm. Um, the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger extra. Uh, at this point, police realized Skylar had been lying to them. He had told police that the last time he had seen the Hawks, they were hopping in their vehicle and leaving the marina, 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 after the boat transaction. Clearly, this was a lie because somehow, because he somehow managed to acquire their car and drove it to Mexico and left it at a friend's house. Um, the police in Newport Beach, California used Skylar's money laundering confession to bring him in for questioning. You should have done that in the first place. Okay? Okay. Um, 
with him now in custody, the police, I know that he, with him now in custody, the police were able to search his home. Inside the home, they found multiple items that belonged to the Hawks, thinking things like laptops, video cameras, things that Tom and Jackie wouldn't have left behind on their boat. Um, even after all this evidence was found, connecting Skylar DeLeon to the Hawks' disappearance, he maintained his innocence. Of course he fucking did, prick. Um, while he was in custody getting interrogated by police, his wife Jennifer had the same story, that Skylar was innocent and it was all just a misunderstanding. Um, at this point, the police aren't buying it, uh, finally. Uh, they know Skylar is involved to some capacity, but are still trying to piece together how and why. They aren't getting any more information from the Daily Own, so the police decide to go back and re-interview the notary and the other friend. Um, nee, 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 nee. Kathleen Harris was the notary, never been in trouble, and had been a successful notary for years. Four years, not four years, four years. <laughs> um, the police asked her to reiterate her final interaction with the Hawks. And once again, she says, uh, they all met at the marina. They seemed nice, signed the paperwork, took the suitcase full of money, and drove away in their SUV. After some more intense questioning and emphasizing that this couple had family and friends looking for them, Kathleen finally breaks and says, Actually, I've never met Tom or Jackie in my life. She was paid up front in cash by Skylar to backdate the sales documents that had already been signed. She probably got stripped of her uh, notary license or whatever you have to do to be a notary. Um, yeah, she had no idea what happened to Tom or Jackie. After this police after the police re-interviewed the friend that was supposedly the witness for the sale, uh, Alonzo Machin, Machin, M-A-C-H-I-N, Machin, Machin, Mean Machine, Mean Machine. No, I'm just gonna call him Alonzo because I don't know how to say his last name. Alonzo, they bring him in for questioning. They ask him what his final interaction with the Hawks was like. He initially said the same story, signed documents, took cash, and drove off. Blah, blah, blah. The police stop him and spill the beans that they already know that the notary, Kathleen, was never there and never interacted with the Hawks. So what now, Alonzo? So try again, Alonzo. Look at me. Just pretty much the same thing. Just my brain isn't. I don't know. Um, he went white and stopped talking completely. What's happening? Oh, a message from Christopher. What he won't? What he won't? How's your day? Okay, I'll answer him later. Okay, Alonzo. Try again, Alonzo. That's what I said. Um, he went white and stopped talking completely. The police knew. They needed some information and cooperation from one of the one of the witnesses. So they told Alonzo that they would make sure that his sentence was heavily reduced if he gave them the real story. Alonzo starts talking. What's happening? What's going on? What's going on, Nick?
keep losing my fantasy league and we're in a group chat and everyone's just talking shit and I'm done with it. Maybe that's why I'm so fucking emotional. I'm just tired of losing. Three games in a row. Tired of losing. Fuck. Okay. So, the police knew, blah, 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 yeah. So, they told Alonzo that they would make sure that his sentence was heavily reduced if he gave them the real story. Alonzo starts talking. Um, he was a young, impressionable guy in his early to mid-20s, and he was a jailer. He actually met Skylar when he was in jail for the armed robbery. Um, so, that just means, like, a guard, right? J a jailer? Um... Once Skylar got out of jail, him and Alonzo somehow linked back up and remained friends. In November of 2004, Skylar pulls Alonzo aside and confesses to him that he is, in fact, an international assassin. An international assassin. What the fuck is going on here? An international assassin. Okay, ridiculous. And that he was paid to kill people, but only bad people, Skylar said. Obviously, only bad people. Um, he told Alonzo that he had a current contract out to kill two extremely bad people, Tom and Jackie Hawks, which they were probably the best people in the entire world and very nice and had a loving family. That misses them very much, so fuck you. Um, yeah. Um, but he told him he needed help and would pay him to help him carry out the assassination of this couple. Skylar offered him one million U.S. dollars to help him carry out this con this contract. Alonzo obliged. I said abridged. Alonzo obliged, and on November 15th, Skylar, Alonzo, and a third man that Skylar had recruited, um, he was, like, a huge, muscular, like, long-time California gang member, um, John Kennedy, um, the three men show up at the parking lot of the dock to take the boat on the sea trial, so the test drive. Uh, they weren't even close to the final, so they weren't even close to finalizing the sale. They hadn't even been on the test drive yet, um, which they told the police that the sale was already finalized. So, um, um, when Tom and Jackie arrived, who Tom was a longtime probation officer and was very familiar with being around felons and convicts, he immediately sized the three men up and knew it was bad news. When the two parties met up in the parking lot, Skylar could immediately tell that the Hawks were extremely apprehensive about getting on a boat with these men. Tom was talking about rescheduling the sea trial, and Skylar knew he had to do something quick to ease the couple's mind about getting on the boat with the group. At this point, Skylar steps aside and makes a phone call. Oh no! Excuse me, so sorry. I need a bang. When Skylar steps sides, he calls his wife, Jennifer, and a couple minutes later, Jennifer pulls up to the parking lot carrying their one-year-old baby girl. 
As soon as Jennifer and the baby walk over, the group dyna dynamic completely changes. Jackie seems more comfortable and is talking to Jennifer and holding the baby. Remember, Jackie loves children and has never been able to bear her own child. So she's baby crazy. She loves them. Um, yeah. So she tells them that she's about to have her first grandbaby and she's just really excited to hold this little baby. Um, this puts Tom in... This puts Tom a little more at ease seeing his wife comfortable and happy. Tom agrees to still do the sea trial today. The group eventually makes their way onto the yacht, the well-deserved, to set sail and do the sea trial. Right as they all start to get on the boat, oh my God. right as they all start to get on the boat, Jennifer says to everyone that she and the baby can't go. The baby is fussy and she needs to go home and we'll see everyone later. At this point, they are all already on the boat and Tom and Jackie are at the point of no return. The two hawks and the three men board this boat and begin to head out towards open water. Tom is piloting the boat and when they get further out into the water and are pretty far from land in any direction, Skylar and John come up to Tom and tell him that they want to show him something down on the lower level of the ship. Tom goes down with them waiting to answer any question, wanting to answer any questions the potential buyers may have about the ship. They go down to the bedroom. While they are down there, Alonzo and Jackie were in the kitchen, which is right above the bedroom. They hear a very loud commotion going, going on downstairs. Alonzo obviously knew that that sound was Skylar and John attacking Tom and knew that was his cue to attack Jackie as well. Um. Hello? What? What are you doing? Recording. Recording? Recording! What? Recording. Oh. Well, yeah, well, I'll let you go then. What are you doing? I'm just at lunch. Oh. Mothman and I are recording. Nice. Just leave work already. Uh, Just leave work already. Yeah, we'll see. Nothing to fucking do again, so. Yeah. Well, I'm defrosting ground beef, so I figured we could have nachos for dinner. Okay. Oh, no, do we have chips? No. Fuck. Well, tater top nachos, I guess. Tachos. Did you call the preschool thing? Yeah, I left them a message. They're supposed to call me back. Alright. Okay. Well, I'm gonna get home and I'm gonna work on the garage a little bit. Alrighty. Alright, well, I'll talk to you a little bit. Okay, love you. Love you, bye. Bye. That was Kristoff! That was a little palate cleanser. Talking about work. Oh my god. Talking about work for a second because something. Oh my god. What is wet? What What just touched me? Ooh, something is wet and it touched my forehead. I don't like it.
Anyway, let's talk about this. What, what, where, where were we? Okay. Alright, the terrible is part. It's going, what's happening to me? Detection at the front door. Okay. Anyway, let's go. Okay. Okay, so Alonzo knew that the sound going on downstairs was his cue to attack Jackie as well. He lunged at Jackie, and before she even knew what, what hit her, he threw her to the ground and pulled her hands behind her back. He pulled out handcuffs that he had and used them to bound her hands together. As soon as Jackie was subdued in the kitchen, Skylar and John come up the stairs Tom isn't with them. They grab Jackie and bring her downstairs into the bedroom. Jackie would have uh, Jackie would have seen her husband Tom handcuffed and laying on the bed on his back. They throw Jackie onto the bed right next to Tom. Jackie pleads with Skylar and tries to find out why he is doing this. They had just met his wife and Jackie had held his baby in her arms. She was confused and terrified. As one would be. Skylar didn't care uh, how much they begged and pleaded to go back to land and uh, be with their children and grandchildren. He had his he had his mind made up, and he knew what he was going to do. He had Alonzo put tape over the both of their mouths and their eyes. As Alonzo was doing that, Skylar uh, Skylar goes back upstairs and starts piloting the boat towards the deepest part of the ocean. As Skylar is driving this boat, John and Alonzo are down in the bedroom. Alonzo remembers looking over at Tom and he was comforting Jackie. He had managed to pull his hands up and he was stroking her hand and saying to her, it's going to be okay and no matter what happens to us, we are going to be together. Suddenly the boat stops because Skylar had reached the deepest part of the ocean and he called down to John and Alonzo to bring Tom and Jackie back up to the deck. The men do just that. Uh, they march the couple up the, up the steps and bring them up to the main deck. Skylar then forces them to sign, in, sign the sale documents for the boat, as well as having them sign additional documents, giving Skylar full access to their bank accounts. While they were signing these documents, Jackie actually misspelled her last name, an attempt to raise alarm to anyone who had read the documents. Um, she had left an S off of the end of, their, end of her name. Um, so she signed it Jackie Hawk instead of Jackie Hawks. Um, authorities believe that she was trying to signal that she signed these documents under duress. After the documents were signed, the three men led their two captives to the back of the boat. Once they were standing at the back of the boat, Skylar said to Alonzo, in earshot of Jackie and Tom, to go get the anchor from the front of the boat. At this point, the couple uh, the couple knew that whatever is going to happen next isn't going to be good for them. Jackie be begins be uh, begging and pleading with them to please let them live. Let them go home and be with their children. Tom is, all Tom is able to get out of his re restraints just long enough to kick Skylar hard in the groin, but shortly after... But shortly after, John tackles him to the ground and gains control of Tom. They then position Tom and Jackie so that they were sitting back to back with their handcuffs 
connected to one another. Alonzo drags the heavy anchor to the back of the boat and sets it be- between Tom and Jackie. Skylar grabs the chain and feels around for the very end of the chain, the furthest end from the actual anchor. He then reaches down and con- connects that end of the chain to Tom and Jackie's handcuffs once he um, once he was certain the handcuffs were securely fastened to the end of the chain. Skylar stood up, walked over... bad part sorry guys Skylar stood up walks over to the anchor and with quite a bit of force he lifts the anchor up and over the railing and threw it over the side of the boat as soon as the anchor hit the water all Tom and Jackie could have heard for several seconds would be the sound of all that loose chain that they were connected to being rapidly pulled over the railing and being sucked down deeper and deeper into the water Chain links just grinding over the railing. I think it's just, it's so hard because I like, I can imagine being in, like it's just so detailed and terrible. Like you can just imagine how terrified they were and it's just so hard. Um, chain links just grinding over the railing until finally the anchor pulled the chain tight at which point it um yanked tom and jackie towards the side of the boat alonzo would say that when it happened jackie's head struck the inside of the boat so hard that it made this very loud audible cracking sound and then skylar alonzo and john just stood there watching tom and jackie desperately fight for their lives Um, fighting to cling onto anything they could to stay aboard, fighting against the weight of the anchor until eventually the weight of the anchor combined with the movement of the boat was just too much and Tom and Jackie were slowly pulled up and over. Were slowly pulled up and over the side and off the boat in the water into the water when they were pulled off the boat and into the water sorry um when they were pulled off the boat and into the water um they would have been fully alive and conscious as they began their rapid descent to the bottom of the ocean 3500 feet below Alonzo would tell police that as soon as Tom and Jackie disappeared below the surface, Skylar let out a woohoo, I fucking hate this guy, and ran to the edge of the boat and looked into the water, laughing and grinning at what he had just accomplished. Finally, when there were no more bubbles, Skylar just laughed, turned around, and made his way back to the cockpit, making their way back to the dock. Even though Jennifer was not on the boat at the time of the murder, fuck this bitch, honestly. She was very much involved. In fact, the attack was her idea. 
She wanted more money and saw this scheme as a way of getting what she wanted. So remember when she showed up with her baby to try and put Tom and Jackie at ease to get them out on the sea trial? She knew full well what was about to happen to that couple. It was later discovered that before, during, and after the murder, Skylar would step aside for a minute or two to call Jennifer and give her updates on what was going on or even ask her for advice on what they should do next. An extremely disturbing detail of this case was later found on the Hawks camera that had been confiscated from the De Leon's home. The Hawks video camera that had been used to document some of the adventures they had gone on over the years, documented travels uh, out on the ocean, and videos of them and their friends and family. When the police acquired this camera, they played the tape that was found in the camera and at first showed footage of Jackie filming the inside of the well-deserved, and she was uh, she can be heard talking about how sad it was that this was going to be one of the last times the couple would be in the boat, but that she and Tom were so happy because they were because they had found a potential buyer who they believed would take great care of the boat and that they were excited for their future and meeting their future grandchild. Then suddenly, the video just cuts and jumps to Skylar and Jennifer at Thanksgiving dinner that year, that same year. So, footage of them playing with their daughter and enjoying time with their family, mean, uh, meaning just days after they murdered this couple in a horrific way, they took the Hawks camera and just recorded their memories over top the memories of Tom and Jack. No remorse. Absolutely no remorse. No fucks given about what they had just done. Um, ultimately, Alonzo was sentenced to just 20 years in prison. Um, if you guys remember, um, he would have gotten a more severe um, sentence, but um, he was cooperative with the police and provided them with uh, the real story of what happened, so he was cut a deal. Um Jennifer was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Fuck that bitch. Um, John Kennedy and Skylar were both sentenced to death. Um, I don't know if, they, if they're still alive, honestly. Um, I can check, actually. Um, and then... As of September 2022, Tom and Jackie's... Tom and Jackie Hawk's bodies still have not been found. That is all. Um, so that, um, yeah, that was fucking rough. Um, so, yeah, that was the <clears throat> tragic and senseless death, murder, of Tom and Jackie Hawks. Um, so their bodies have never been found, so, like, there's no closure for their family, so... 
I don't know. These are fucking terrible ass fucking people, dude. Um, let's check and see if they're still alive. Hopefully they're fucking die by firing squad or get stabbed in fucking prison or something. Skylar DeLeon still alive. She, oh, no. She, no. Where, while awaiting trial in jail, Skylar DeLeon was charged with soliciting another inmate to murder her cousin. No, that's not it. Where is the yacht murderer? Let's see. Fucking bitches. What? Ew. Like, I don't, sorry, but Skylar DeLeon is a convicted transgender murderer who was sentenced to death in the murder of Tom and Jackie Hawks on their yacht. The well-deserved DeLeon's name was legally changed from Skylar Julius DeLeon to Skylar Preciosa DeLeon and DeLeon's gender was officially changed to female in 2019. Fuck off, dude. Fuck you. DeLeon's murdered... DeLeon murdered the Hawks in part of, uh, in part to pay for gender confirmation surgery. No, fuck you. DeLeon and her wife, fuck you, were s severely in debt before the murder in 2004. No, they weren't. They literally had 500. Okay, I can't fucking. I guess maybe they didn't really have 500,000 because I just, I can't fucking. Fuck you. De Leon is no longer married to Henderson. Fuck that bitch anyway. And has been engaged to two different women in her time being bars, behind bars, according to the Orange County Register. I don't fucking give a shit. Is this dumb bitch still alive? This is him as a extra on the Power Rangers. Fuck you, you dumb piece of shit. So, it sounds like he's still alive. He, she is still alive. I don't fucking give a shit. It's, uh, I'm okay with be whoever you want to be. That's fine. I don't fuck this. Fuck this. Oh my god. Fuck him. Fuck her. I don't care. Fuck. Fuck Skylar. Fuck. Oh my god. What a piece of fucking shit, dude. Whatever. I just learned something new. And now I'm even more fucking pissed. There's, a uh, Skylar and Skylar. Fuck you. Okay. Probably just wanted to get fucking a lighter sentence. So he decided to be a woman instead. Um. So, still alive, I guess. Still on death row. Um, John Kennedy. of John Kennedy is John Kennedy from Hawks from Tom and 
where are Alonzo Machine and John Fitzgerald Kennedy? Who gives a fuck? On November, okay. Alonzo was once a private jailer. Don't care. Okay, is the testimony provided by him said that? Okay. Alonzo pleaded guilty to two counts. Yeah, okay. Uh, he was sentenced to 20 years. This sentence was pronounced due to an agreement between, okay, has reportedly cooperated, okay, uh, had initially tried to escape justice by fleeing to Mexico, but he returned to Orange County. He turned himself in and started helping in May. Kennedy was sentenced to death by... A jury for seven blah blah blah. Kennedy is currently on death row in San Quentin State Prison. Machine is being held at California Rehabilitation Center. Fuck off. The earliest date for this parole is reported to be in 2021. Fuck you, dude. So they're all still fucking alive. And one of them is now a woman. So fuck right off, dude. I'm just, I'm angry, that is all. Um, so, um, I mean, sorry you guys had to hear that. Um, hopefully that was informative, and if you needed a good cry, hopefully that gave you a good cry. Um, I definitely needed it, and I'm sorry that I needed it, because that was terrible. Um, Mothman and I... Love you guys, and yeah, let me, let's do, yeah, hold on. Let's do a Patreon. Okay. Okay, we proudly provide serial killers and seltzer at no cost to our listeners, but if you guys love what you hear, and want to support us even more, feel free to donate to our Patreon page. Uh, all donations help offset the cost of researching, producing, and making the show, and pull each month, oh, and plus each month you will get exclusive content and a free sticker or po postcard sent directly to you. I don't think that is what I was supposed to read. There's something else. Okay, it says about. We do about. About. What is it about? We proudly provide serial killers and seltzer to our listeners at no cost. But if you love what you hear and want more exclusive content, consider supporting the show by visiting and donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash serial killers underscore seltzer. All contributions help to offset the cost of researching, making, and producing the show ourselves. We will also get monthly... No, you will also get monthly goodies and exclusive content just for our patreons please remember to rate review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to serial killers and seltzer remember to send in any suggestions or your personal fucked up stories to our email am i just cray at gmail.com 
Thank you for all your support. And as always, cheers, bitches. Ah! Oh, you know what else I wanted to do? Since we're here, let's already let's do this too. Um, this is way out of whack, and it's really hard to do this. Um, I don't know if I can add different videos and stuff to these, but for now, um, I know we wanted to be done, but let's do a quick um, liquid IV. Um, yeah, let's do a quick liquid IV commercial. Muffin and I. Um, have been preparing for this. So hopefully you guys like it. Um, this is Mothman and he's really excited about this. I don't know if he's going to stir it up. I don't think he's going to. But this is Liquid IV. Mothman and I are going to tell you about Liquid IV. Hydration Multiplier is a great tasting non-GMO electrolyte drink mix powered by cellular transport technology. To deliver hydration to the bloodstream fast and more efficient or more effectively than water alone. One stick contains three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks with five essential vitamins. With each purchase you make, Liquid IV donates a serving to someone in need around the world. Liquid IV provides much needed hydration in disaster zones, hospitals, impoverished communities, and emergency living quarters across the globe. As of September 2022, we've donated over 16 million servings. Use code SELTZER for 15% off website-wide and free shipping. It has uh, it has unlimited use and the link automatically applies at checkout. Discount code SELTZER for 15% off your entire Liquid IV order. Thanks everybody. Cheers bitches. Mothman and I thank you and love you for listening.